Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 152, seven ways to make podcasting fun. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I've got a really exciting announcement for you. I've been teasing about something for podcasters, a really special something coming up, and it is Podcast Masterclass. I'd love to have you check that out. And I'll talk more about that at the end of this podcast, because it will be really a promo, an infomercial, a commercial for my new class that I'm really excited about. And I hope you will be too. But I'll save that for the end of the episode. Let's get into this content. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving if you were able to celebrate Thanksgiving as we do in the United States of America. If not, I hope you took a moment to be thankful for something. Maybe at the same time, got some great Cyber Monday or Black Friday sales. And if you're listening to this still on Cyber Monday, very few hours left if you are, then check out the audacitypodcast.com slash Black Friday for some sales. But one of the things I was thinking of over Thanksgiving is how many podcasters will stop podcasting because they they feel like it's not fun. They want to get into this as a hobby and they discover that, wow, this is a lot of work. This is too much work for a hobby. It's not fun anymore to do this. And I had this conversation with a couple other podcasters who were saying similar things of, I don't enjoy podcasting anymore. I like the content. I like the topic, but I just don't enjoy podcasting. So I got this idea of, well, we're going to take two aspects for this. So I hope you haven't turned off the podcast yet, because if you're a business podcaster, there's still something for you here. I still think business podcasts should and could be fun as well. And how you grade fun is, of course, very different. But there are some things that you can take from this. In the next episode, 153, I'll talk about ways to take your podcast seriously instead of just making it a fun experience, but how you can make it a serious experience and give you then the flip side of this fun side. So here's the fun side of podcasting. I've got seven ways that you can make podcasting fun. Number one, don't be rigid with your outline. Number two, let yourself laugh. Number three, interact with your audience. Number four, have a guest or co-host. Number five, simplify or delegate. Number six, keep a praise folder. And number seven, do something crazy. So I'll get into this with number one, don't be rigid with your outline. If you plan your podcast with some kind of structure to it, like an outline or just the topic that you know you want to cover, then it can be really easy to start to enforce this structure at the cost of a quality personal conversation or presentation style. I've made this mistake several times in our Once Upon a Time podcast, where I have a particular outline of where we want to go with the podcast, how we're going to progress through the scenes and talk through different things. And there have been many times, and I struggle with this, I'm being honest, that when someone deviates from the structure a little bit, I feel like, no, no, Simon's going off. No, you can't do that. We have to stick to the outline. But that's not the case always. And I found that when I loosen up a little bit and I'm not so rigid with following the outline, 
we can sometimes have some fantastic conversations because the reason someone else may deviate from an outline or the reason why you may deviate from your outline a little bit is because there was something else related. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when I've seen speakers have a quality deviation from a particular outline or they just throw out some kind of aside and mention a tool and, oh, by the way, I'm using this or, by the way, this is a cool tool, sometimes those little asides have been more valuable to me than most of their content, depending on their session and depending on the aside, of course. But that could be the same way with your content. So if you try to stick with this really rigid outline, you may be missing so many opportunities to give your audience a much more valuable presentation and more thorough presentation of the content. But the thing is that when you deviate from your outline, it's always important to bring it back. It, treat it like a special supply, surprise flavor in a dish. It's a nice surprise and a nice deviation from the main flavor of the dish, but you kind of want to go back to that main flavor of the dish. That's why you got that dish for your meal is because you wanted the flavor of that dish. So if I'm talking to you right now about how to have fun with your podcasting and I deviate to suddenly start talking about Xbox 360s, well, it may be momentarily interesting to you, maybe not interesting to others, but if I spend all of my time on that deviation and never bring it back to the main point, then you'd be lost. I would be lost. The The presentation would be gone. I'd be killed. So don't be rigid with your outline of having to stick point by point, and we must cover this point, and then this point, and then this point, and it must flow in this order, or else there will be death and chaos and penalty and punishment. Be a little flexible with it. Have some fun. If it means jumping points a little bit, try to go with that flow. You might realize while you're presenting that, oh, a progression from one, three, two and five and then four fits so much better than a progression of one two three four so you may have to do some changes on the fly or you may discover that this other content is really related so you want to reference it but then maybe as just a tease for something later on but don't be afraid to deviate a little just make sure you bring it back but don't bring it back too hardly That's number one. Don't be rigid with your outline. Number two, let yourself laugh. We've heard it from the Bible. We've heard it from philosophers. And we've even heard it from scientists that laughter is good. It's like medicine. It's good for your heart. It's good for your body. It's good for your face to laugh, to smile. And laughing and smiling is part of making something fun. When you run a serious podcast, and I know there are many of you who do run something that's very, very serious, and laughter would be very inappropriate, but I would say a smile, at least a smile, is never inappropriate. Even if you're talking about something serious and something sad, you can talk about it with a smile. You can give hope. And sometimes, if you are presenting, like I know there's the recovery cast, which is about recovering from tragedy. And I know that sometimes laughter can really give you some great hope. So even with something sad like that, a smile, maybe a little laugh can really 
help. And it helps you enjoy the content and enjoy the method of presenting the content a whole lot more. Think about some of the best public speakers out there. They can present a dynamite presentation that is so professional, so well presented. And what is something that probably all of them use in a little bit? It's humor. They want you to laugh at certain points. And they, the best people can really tie that humor into something or help wake you up and help ignite your enthusiasm for their message with some of their humor. People can relate with humor. And when you bring some of that humor into your podcast, it's like a breath of fresh air to people for what could otherwise be a pretty stuffy presentation. So when you make people laugh, You're connecting with them. They're connecting with you. You're breaking up the monotony a little bit and you're making it a bit more fun. So you don't have to think, oh, this is a business presentation. I have to be super serious the whole time and never, ever deviate from my outline. I must not make anyone smile at all. You're not going to build an audience very well because people like connecting with people, not always with machines. So don't be afraid to laugh or let a little humor into your podcast, even if you think you're covering something that's serious. But also do recognize sometimes humor isn't appropriate. And it's also possible to laugh too much at yourself. If I'm talking and I'm constantly laughing at myself, it can start to get distracting. There are times here or there where I'll make some big mistake and I'll allow myself to laugh. But that's a here and there. It's like salt and pepper to something. Sometimes I'll just correct the mistake and move on. It's up to you and your personality and how you think it fits with your content. But if you're the type that giggles at your own words every few minutes, then it's not going to be the best presentation. It won't feel natural. It won't be enjoyable for the people who are listening because they're not laughing along. And if no one's laughing except you, then it's probably not actually that funny. So think about those things that can connect you and make you more human with your audience. And even if they don't get your humor, which I've heard from some listeners or some former listeners that they don't like my humor. They don't get my humor. It just doesn't connect with them. But what I do see is that even if you don't like the humor, you can still appreciate it a little bit that, hey, this person is humor. This person is human. Yeah, they're humor. They're the embodiment of humor. This person is human and they like to laugh and they're laughing. That's great. And you can relate to that a little bit. And so can your audience appreciate that some. So that's number two. Let yourself laugh. Number three, interact with your audience. Relationships are the most rewarding things in life. I wouldn't even call them things, but it's the most rewarding part of life is relationships. You can be uplifted, you can be challenged, you can be held accountable, you can be encouraged. All of these things that you get from relationships that you can't get from technology. Sure, you can have temporary fun with technology, but relationships last so much more. And interacting with your audience is a way of building relationships, and it makes your podcast more of a relationship-building thing instead of just presenting content and speaking into a microphone. I've been tempted many times before, and regularly I'm tempted to retire certain podcasts that 
on certain times I feel like this isn't really fun anymore or this is getting hard work, those kinds of things that I might struggle with as well, I think about retiring it. But I often come back to the idea of the relationships that I have because of the podcast and that I continue to maintain because of that podcast. And I think, wow, if I stopped that podcast, I wouldn't be connected to this person anymore. I wouldn't be connected to Amy. I wouldn't be connected to John or or Jeff or Bob. I wouldn't be connected to any of these people if I stopped this podcast because this content is what makes us connect with each other. I can have so much fun talking with these people, interacting with them, because we're mutual fans of a TV show, we're both podcasters, or we're people with funny stories, we like to make each other laugh, whatever it may be. So when I can, I try to respond to tweets, to emails, to forum posts, to comments on the site, get in on community discussions, and incorporate the audience's feedback. And these are things that you can do with your own podcast as well as a way to interact with your audience and make it more fun because they'll discover there's a human on the other side of the microphone or the headphones in their case. So as you interact with them, you're building the relationship. You are benefiting them more and you are benefiting yourself more by giving to them and interacting with them on a personal basis. And I I use the phrase closet podcasters or basement podcasters sometimes. And and interacting with people is kind of like bringing us out of the basement a little bit and discovering that there are great rewards in real life with human interactions. And this is where you will always see the greatest reward in your podcast is interacting with other people, whether it be other podcasters or other listeners. So Learn to interact with your audience and you'll find yourself having more fun with your podcast because you'll realize as you do your podcast, you are talking to a specific person and you know a little bit about that person. I know that right now I am talking to Jeff. Jeff has been listening to old episodes as well as catching some of the live episodes. I'm also talking to Ben. I'm talking to Lee. I'm talking to... John, I'm talking to all of these people and certain people that I know things about them. I don't feel like I'm just presenting and talking into a microphone. I enjoy talking to the people and sharing what I think will help you and looking forward to hearing back from you what you thought of it, what you would add to it, what you want to share with me that might be helpful to me or helpful to others. I love the interactive part of podcasting, and that's really what sets podcasting apart from other forms of multimedia broadcasting like television and radio this podcasting can be so much more personal because we can do whatever we want with our podcast really we can host this however we want to host it so that's number three interact with your audience number four have a guest or a co-host i talk about the pod of podcasting that is passion organization and dialogue and that's just my little an acronym for what you need in order to podcast And dialogue is so important because it's what turns a presentation into a conversation. Solo podcasting is what many people will get into, and it can be very difficult at times, especially for your audience, because it may feel a little bit boring to them to just hear you talking by yourself, sharing something, talking, talking into your microphone. But consider mixing it up every now and then. Invite someone 
onto your podcast as a guest or maybe even a regular co-host in your podcast. And certainly there are many different things to consider with this. I'll have a link in the show notes, by the way, over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 152 to a past episode about working with co-hosts. But if you have someone else on the podcast, it turns your presentation into a conversation. And that makes it so much more interactive for your listeners as well, and a more enjoyable experience for them and for you too. When I did my recent podcast with Mike and Isabella Russell from Music Radio Creative, when we talked about podcast promos, that was a lot of fun. Mike and Isabella Russell are friends of mine. I count them as friends. And they are a lot of fun to talk to. They don't take things too seriously, but they know how to be serious and professional. So we had a lot of fun talking, and I realized this was so much more fun to talk to them in presenting this conversation, in sharing this information about making podcast promos, than if I just presented it to you by myself. It was so much more interactive, so much more enjoyable for me, and I've heard from many of you as well that you found it enjoyable and helpful. So it's enjoyable and helpful. And that's what having a guest or a co-host can be for your podcast. Because a guest or co-host, even if you're their, they are your twin brother or sister, they can help bring a different perspective and different experience into your podcast that makes a whole new dynamic. That I might say, A is so... And they say, no, 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 A is false, B is so. And so we get a great conversation going and may just agree to disagree, or we may discover that, oh, A and B are both false, but hey, we discovered that C is true. It's the best way to go. You get so much more interaction, and it can be a lot more fun working with other people. It's so much more of a conversation than a presentation, and so much more fun to talk to a person than it is to just talk to a microphone. So even if you have a regular co-host in your podcast, maybe consider inviting a third guest to make it a little bit more fun and exciting, reinvigorate some passion for sharing that content and presenting it in that way. And it mixes things up a little bit. So that's number four, have a guest or co-host. Number five, simplify or delegate. Part of what makes something fun is removing what's not fun. If you were to ask any child today probably is school fun they'd probably say no it's not fun but what if you removed all of the tests all of the homework all of the classes and made it just recess and lunch and that's all that school was then if you ask them is school fun they'd say yeah it's lots of fun i get to play all day and eat then they'd say it's fun that's a elaborate example i don't recommend doing that but That's what you can do in your podcast is look for those things that are making it not fun for you. I hear from a lot of people that show notes are the things they really struggle with doing. I don't mind my show notes so much for the Audacity to Podcast because it's where I clarify my thoughts. I write my show notes first as a preparation for the podcast. So it helps me to get my thoughts on in writing and helps me then to present a better subject to you. But if I do something like show notes for our clean comedy podcast or once upon a time podcast, that's when it starts to become a burden and it's not fun. So what you may want to do is if you have certain things in your process and no doubt you have things that are not fun 
in your process. And I'd love to hear from you. Comment on the show notes, please, at the audacity to podcast.com slash 152. What are those things that aren't fun in your process? But look at how you can simplify your process in order to cut those things out or reduce their burden on you. Or maybe find a volunteer or a virtual assistant who can help you with some of these tasks. Depending on how big your community is and how much you already interact and have a relationship with them, you may discover that one of them would absolutely love to be part of the team and helping you out, even on a volunteer basis, or maybe on some kind of payment system that you could work out. You might be able to find a virtual assistant from the Philippines or someone from the United States, someone who's fresh out of high school or is in college looking for some internships, whatever it might be, some way that you can simplify what you're doing. And one of the other ways is by delegating some of these tasks to other people. One of the things that was a huge burden to me in our Once Upon a Time podcast, which takes a lot of work, really, it's researching, rewatching the show, getting sound clips, reading emails, reading forum posts, tweets, doing research, all of this stuff for our TV show fan podcast. That's why we're so thorough and why we have very long episodes sometimes. But one of the parts that was starting to become such a burden to me was reading feedback. And I love the feedback, but what was hard is to try to decide from this feedback, what should we use? What shouldn't we use? We're getting so much and some people write very long feedback and I just need to know what's the the main part of this that's a great theory, a unique perspective. And I discovered one of our fans was very consistent with presenting great information and sharing theories in a very understandable way and they were very well thought through theories. And so I just approached her and I asked her, would you be interested in helping us out? You're great at writing theories and coming up with theories on your own. Could you help us sort our email and filter the feedback that we get and let us know which ones you think are the best? And then we can include those in the podcast or consider them for inclusion. And she's been doing a fantastic job of that. In our Once Upon a Time podcast, she's known as Slurpees 108. But she does a great job and that relieves a huge burden from me I glance over the emails anyway, but then I let her choose which ones she thinks are the best to include into our podcast discussion. It relieves a burden from me and it makes podcasting much easier. Same thing with, I recently hired virtual assistants to help with some audio and video production, as well as writing some of the show notes for our Once Upon a Time and Once Upon a Time in Wonderland podcasts. Those, again, big burdens on me, things that were making me start to dread the process every now and then. But by simplifying or delegating some of this stuff, it's made it a whole lot more fun. So that's number five, simplify or delegate. Number six, keep a praise folder. Whenever you get a great review or some really positive feedback or anything that just really encourages you about your podcast and when you read it, you feel like, yes, that's why I'm podcasting. That's why I want to keep going. Put it in a folder, someplace, a collection, make it Evernote, a folder in your Gmail, a folder on your hard drive, print it out, put it on your wall, anything that works for you, but have some kind of praise folder, which is where you put all of the stuff where people are thanking you and praising you and telling you why they love your content. And then when you start to feel down, when you start to feel like the process is not fun, pick up that praise folder, look at that wall, 
open those emails, whatever it is, however you have these things collected, read through some of these things and it will remind you why you love doing this and remind you how much people love you for doing many of these things. It can give you those pickups that you need when you're feeling down and it can remind you of some of the best parts of your show of you might read something from a year or two years ago where someone said, oh, that thing that you did here, that was some of your best content ever. And then you can look back at that and think, okay, what separated that from other stuff? And then try to do that again, produce more great content in a similar fashion and d- discover a new way of making your content so much more fun. So that's number six, keep a praise folder. Number seven Do something crazy. Every now and then, I don't recommend this for every episode, but every now and then, try something that may seem a little crazy. But don't do it too much because you don't want to scare off everyone. But maybe take a step back and get a little bit more personal or maybe invite someone else to contribute content to your show and make it an episode that's completely someone else's content. I loved doing that with my 100th episode that I wanted episode 100 to be more about you than about me. So that's why I invited as many people as possible to present 100 amazing podcasting tips from amazing podcasters out there, you and others like you. And I loved sharing that and sharing such great tips with everyone. It was absolutely crazy and it was really hard to do. But the cool thing with when you do something crazy, a crazy twist to your normal content, or maybe just something completely out there, it can often give you ideas of cool things that you can do again in the future or ways that you can change your podcast from that crazy idea. Because when you start thinking crazy, you break out of the box. And when you're out of the box, then a whole new world of possibilities open up to you as you start podcasting and considering what could you do that's different from everything and anything you've ever done before, maybe different from anything you've ever seen anyone else do before. I really enjoy uh, my friend Jeff Roney over at onceuponatimepodcast.com. Yes, he is technically my competition, but Jeff Roney and I go back uh, pretty far. And he's done some crazy things in his podcast of doing little comedy skits and dramas, but they're great. They're, they're hilarious. They're creative. And it's a great way that he gets to express himself and do something a bit crazy. And it's stuff that his community can then start to look forward to as they might start asking, hey, when are you going to do the next pirate skit? Or when's the next time that so-and-so will show up in the podcast? It's Again, you might not want to do something crazy every single episode, but every now and then, or maybe once a year, do something crazy and you'll find new inspiration for the future or new things that you could do with the podcast episodes on a every episode basis going forward. So seven ways to make your podcasting fun. Number one, don't be rigid with your outline. Number two, let yourself laugh. Number three, interact with your audience. Number four, have a guest or co-host. Number five, simplify or delegate. Number six, keep a praise folder. And number seven, do something crazy. 
I'd love to hear from you. What kind of stuff do you do to make your podcast fun or to keep it fun, especially if you do what you would consider or others would consider serious content, whether it be business content or any kind of thing like that, that you need to cover serious information? How do you keep it fun? How do you keep enjoying it or keep it fun for your audience? Please comment in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 152. And next episode, 153, will be about how to take your podcast seriously. So if you have any feedback for that or feedback for any future episode of The Audacity to Podcast, please email me feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. You can also go to theaudacitypodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website. I'd love to hear from you. You can also connect with me on Twitter at the Ramen Noodle. I've got two announcements for you, and one of these will be a little bit long, but if you don't want to hear these announcements, don't want to hear me promote a new service that I'm really excited about, then you can go ahead and stop the podcast now, but I think you'll want to hear about these things because they are really cool. I'm really excited about this, but the first thing is, as you know, New Media Expo is coming up. I'd love to see you there. I'm presenting a panel with Dave Jackson and Ray Ortega that will be talking about how to grow your podcast audience from hundreds to thousands. If you are still listening to this on Monday, December 2nd, you have a chance to save 40% off your tickets for New Media Expo. Just go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash NMX, that stands for New Media Expo, and you can get your ticket, any ticket, for 40% off, plus use the promo code Daniel 20, that's D-A-N-I-E-L 2-0, to save an additional 20% off the price. Big chance to save big on your pass for New Media Expo. So check that out. And now the thing I'm really excited about launching is Podcast Masterclass. This is more than just a how-to podcast class because there are several great how to podcast workshops out there. Dave Jackson does a great one. Cliff Ravenscraft does a great one. Podcasting A to Z, which by the way, if you ever want to register for that, please use the promo code NOODLE, N-O-O-D-L-E, and you'll save some money off of podcast podcasting A to Z. But Podcast Masterclass picks up where these classes leave off. So you learned how to podcast. You've started podcasting already. You've got maybe five episodes, 10 episodes, 100 episodes maybe, and you want to learn how to take your podcast from average to amazing. That's what Podcast Masterclass is about. You can check it out at podcastmasterclass.com. I'll give you a promo code in a moment to how you can save on your registration there. But Podcast Masterclass is for the podcaster who wants to make things even better. We won't be talking about how to podcast. We'll be talking about how to podcast better. We'll cover stuff like how to make money with your podcast, growing your audience, enhancing your website, fixing problems that are preventing you from succeeding in your podcast, making a business from your podcast. And what's going to be really cool with this is a special 100-point evaluation. It might even end up being 200 points evaluation of your podcast, your current podcast, one-on-one time with me to discuss how you can improve your podcast based on this 100-point evaluation of where your 
lacking, where you're excelling, what you should do, your high priority items, your low priority items, and it will be no holds barred. This is the opportunity for me to really be honest with you and let you know where I think you could improve in a podcast. And you'll also get the group coaching sessions, group training from me, as well as possibly some surprises. And I'm really excited about this. The course is literally a $3,737 and $3,737 value. That is literally the value of the course, because if you were to hire me one-on-one to do all of this stuff with you that we'll be doing in the course, that's how much you would be paying. And that $37 at the end comes from, you could probably guess, you get a free copy of social subscribe and follow icons, because that's one of the ways that I think the podcasters can make their podcast better. So that's a free copy included with your pass for Podcast Masterclass. So Podcast Masterclass is $1,799 for this $3,700, at least $3,700 value, literal value. I'm not inflating things at all. You know, the whole $99.99 value. And well, what's that based on? I don't know. This is based on actual stuff, actual value, minimum value, $3,700 here for $1,799. But for you through the month of December, I'm going to offer a promo code that will allow you to save some extra money off the podcast. So here's how it works. Use the promo code TAP listener. That's TAP listener, short for the Audacity to Podcast listener in the month of December, and it will be a a tiered promo code. So if you use it by December 9th, 2013, you will save $400. After December 9th, for the rest of the month of December, you'll save $200. So December 10th through the 31st, you'll save $200 off the course. In January, that promo code will give you $100 off the course. So you'll save more the earlier that you register, but at any time you can register over at podcastmasterclass.com. And that is the promo code TAP listener. I'd love to have you as part of this and love to see you graduate the podcast masterclass and really find new success in your podcasting. And I know you're probably interested in this. There will be an affiliate program as well. If you are interested in being involved yourself or just promoting this to other podcasters you know that could use some help improving their podcasts, there will be an affiliate program. And if you're interested in that for now, until I get this set up, which might be yet another week or so, but until I get this set up, email me feedback at the com if you'd like to be part of that affiliate program, and I'll let you know when that launches. But you can sign up if you'd like to over at podcastmasterclass.com and use the promo code TAPLISTENER to save, depending on when you register, to save money off of your registration for Podcast Masterclass. And that's at podcastmasterclass.com. I'm really excited about this. I'm really looking forward to helping you really succeed podcast from average to amazing and become a master of your craft at podcastmasterclass.com. So that's all I have for this episode. I thank you so much for listening through my several minute 
a little promo there for podcast masterclass and i'd love to have you a part of that and please let me know what you do to keep podcasting fun by commenting on the show notes at the audacity to podcast.com slash 152 i'm looking forward to new media expo and as well as the consumer electronics show and there is still some time left to get involved in the crowdfund campaign for our coverage live coverage of the consumer electronics show if you'd like to get involved with that go over to tpn.tv slash ces where there are all kinds of levels of sponsorship you could get a t-shirt you could get promotion in front of thousands of listeners and thousands of live viewers too you could sponsor our coffee our airfare our cap our cab anything like that check it out tpn.tv slash crowdfund Please follow me on Twitter at TheRamenNoodle and let me know how I can help you succeed in podcasting. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And make it fun, too. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from TheAudacityToPodcast.com. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcast.com and discover how you can get your podcast or business in front of thousands of live viewers by covering our tpn.tv live coverage of CES 2014. Go over to tpn.tv slash crowdfund.